0: there you know what i believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference and i believe that we all have something to offer something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life i believe we all deserve to step into our true selves and i believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves I want you to step into who you truly are, and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself, and I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action, and I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast, and here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Welcome back to another week of the Get Off the Bench podcast. And this week I am speaking to Carolyn Apostolou about health and well being in the workplace. And it's not just in the workplace. We're going to cover personally how can I better deal with stress and how can I create lifelong habits and uh, rather than short term changes and that sort of stuff. And I think that a lot of us are ch- uh, really battling with that at the moment. And since coming out of COVID, we're kind of in this really it's a really awful phase, to be honest. And there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of people going down all over the place. And we're just not knowing how to navigate life so well. So I think that um health and well-being is something that we're not really paying much attention to. And I, I think there's only just a few little tweaks we could make that start making a difference. So Hopefully, you're going to get some really good um, information out of this, and some ideas, and uh, maybe maybe make some a few little tweaks and changes just to make your life a little bit better and easier. So, I'll stop talking. I'm not a health and wellbeing expert. Let's get into it. So, welcome, Carolyn. Thanks, Karen. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, my pleasure. I I was just saying in the intro about um, health and well-being, You know, it's been sort of uh, we've we've since COVID, I hate bringing up COVID, but it is so—it is still so raw and still so real. it's still the impact is just still so bloody solid, and 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 the fact that we we have not addressed our health and well being. You know, I think people want to, and I think people mm. are trying to, but I I think it's just it's become so overwhelming for most people you know it's kind of I don't know where to start I just feel lousy I feel low energy do you know what I don't know what's pissing me off stuff's pissing me off I don't know what it is do you know that sort of stuff and I think we've just got into this this rut so it's probably it's good timing to have you on and um, hopefully share some tips and share your thoughts on you know what we can do and tell us what you're doing but so thank you Pleasure, my pleasure.
1: Actually, you raised something interesting because I think some of my clients say to me that they were actually at their fittest during COVID, during those lockdowns. And it's like, (laughs) it's such a catch-22, isn't it? Because we were hardly allowed out of our homes, but we were actually forced then to walk for an hour or make sure we did some kind of exercise. And unfortunately, now that well good thing is we're not in lockdown anymore but we're back to our old routines and we're back yeah. to sort of really struggling with that work-life balance that a lot of us leave the exercise and don't walk or you know don't take the yeah. stairs we could potentially and so we're not feeling as fit as
0: we did you know yeah, the- yeah. that's a good point maybe you know that, that we did feel good in lockdown and now we've Returned and and so th- you've experienced that great feeling and now you're experiencing the shit feeling and it's kind of like yeah. oh what's wrong with me but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very oh, look I'm sure there's there's um there's so much psychology and stuff that, that goes behind this whole uh, it's it's a it's a thing that happened and none of us expected it. and I think there's the first key to it is that none of us ever thought anything like that would happen so then we were suddenly challenged anyway and then we've right. got all this other shit storm of everything else following it and you know. It, it I don't, I don't want us to look at it negatively like that but the the, the fact is that the the facts are there you know yes. and it's kind oh, of what yes. we've what, what we've got to start doing is just accept it you know mm-hmm. since then I've felt lousy and and I need to change it so therefore walk and I do before we go into that though like yeah. you are now um a corporate health and wellness coach and you know you're doing some great keynotes and that sort of stuff be, as I understand, you were a, you started off as a teacher. So, what? How did that transition happen? You know. Well,
1: I actually started off um, with a psych degree, but as a 22-year-old thought, my goodness, I've got no real life experience. How can I be listening yeah. to other people's problems and, <laughs> you know, helping them as a psychologist, right? Yeah. So I ended up teaching psychology for a really long time and I loved that, actually. I think that was one of my true callings. I yeah. love the adolescent age group and just chatting to them not only about behaviour and different types of behaviour from a psychological point of view, but just checking in on them, especially on a Monday morning, you know, yeah. Uh, what happened on the weekend, you know, and getting them ready and prepared for the week ahead and checking in and making sure that they were sleeping enough and that they were getting up after 45 minutes of studying and moving their body. And it's a lot of those same tips and um, conversations that I have now with corporate workers that yeah. hasn't really changed. So it's interesting. But basically, yes, I stopped being a teacher to have my own children. I've got four children. And um sort of things started to fall into place into in terms of health and well-being whilst I was at home with kids yeah and, uh, and definitely, I mean, we've talked about COVID a little bit, but um, that threw me into the mental health workshops. Companies were reaching out. Friends of friends that own businesses were like, what can we do to support our staff? Um, and so in amongst homeschooling for children and checking that they were actually on their classroom Zooms and not just sort of playing games <laughs> that, that I didn't really know cool. what they even were, um, I was running a lot of mental health workshops online um, for different businesses around Australia, which was really fantastic. And then that kind of just developed into, well, can we have you back? What else can you talk to us about? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, now I enjoy doing multiple workshops, often in the same organization, and really getting to know the staff and yeah. sharing on a whole range of topics, not just on mental health.
0: Yeah, I love it. And I I absolutely love it. It's it's great that you took that chance. And and you're by nowhere near as old as me, but you know, it's a lot of women have got a career and then they to start up their own business it's really really daunting you know they can be mm. kind of like oh my god you know who am i to teach mental health stuff even though you know it even though you you absolutely know what it, it's kind of like oh mm-hmm. you know and should i how much should i charge and you, you know mm-hmm. like it's a real problem for women trying to um assert themselves as uh, well relevant to their value you know it's a really for sure and then then you've got COVID there as well you know and and it's kind of like oh I'm just starting to get legs does anyone want this anymore is anyone gathering anymore how can I do it so credit to you for pushing through that because that is one of the women have already got a barrier of like well well one one we've already got the barrier of the patriarchy that says you 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 shouldn't get (laughs) and all that kind of shit (laughs) but there's also the whole internal you know women worry a lot more about um am I going to be good enough how do I break through this ceiling how do I start my own business so so hats off to you because it it actually takes a lot of courage and a lot of pushing and guts and you know and a lot of a lot of backing yourself and sitting in really really uncomfortable places to oh, get for sure. So I think though, when you're yeah. really passionate about something, yeah. it you
1: move it from just a hobby. No, this is something yeah. that I want to talk to people about all day, every day, that I really want to help people yeah. move the needle on this and not just sort of, oh, well, I work in the corporate space. So, you know, I've got no time for myself. And, you know, the interactions I have with my kids, well, you know, I, I feel guilty about that, but I can't do anything about it. Yeah. No, no, no. We actually can. And if I can manage four kids yeah. in a busy household and have my own business and tell you that, you know. I've been out for a walk already this morning and, you know, it's not actually hard to incorporate some wellbeing tips that look after you and that pour into you so that you are then better to nurture your children and have those conversations and in the workplace, look
0: after a team, and be a role model for
1: a work-life balance.
0: I uh, 100% agree with you. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Well, there's a couple of things there. I always say that in every podcast, well, there's a couple of things because, you know, I, I, I'm like, I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about that. <laughs> um, but, the, but the thing that you, one of the things you said is you're really passionate about it. I mm. really want to help people, you know, and yeah. I think that's the start to any business is is you've actually got to want to do something that, that you really love that is beyond yourself because then the focus stays away from you and right. you're just like how can I help? How can I help? I just want to help, you know, I just want to share this. And and then the money comes. The other part you said about um yeah I go for a walk every morning. We walk the dogs. We live on a farm so we walk up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. The the neighbors are like, I think that's lap five, <laughs> <do> you know <laughs> oh, that's awesome. it's fantastic. But um right. it, it's so important. You know, mm-hmm. and we we laugh and talk and it's one of that that the connection time first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you said about running a busy household, so, uh, one, well, I was actually going to ask you, how do you yeah. run a household with, with all these four <laughs> kids and everything else? But you've just said it. But there will be other people listening to this, you know, going, oh, I, I, I want to start my own business. You know, yeah. no, I've got all these skills. I'm passionate about this, but I've got four kids or but I've got two kids. Well, I might have two kids and a husband. Therefore, I've got three kids. Sorry, guys, but it's kind of true. I can um, add to five. I can add yeah. five but- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like how yeah. can I you know there's a lot of people blocked by that and mm. blocked by time and what, what would you suggest to them like what, what are what you yeah one know. of my mantras is progress not perfection
1: you know one yeah. step forward is better than no steps forward you yeah. know and so make that first phone call you know Um, See if there's anybody in your circle that could mentor you, somebody that has started their own business that can give you some guidance. Um, Have you got anyone that can cheer you along the way, you know, to champion what you're doing and to potentially connect you with other people that could um, help lift your idea off the ground? Yep super valuable. In fact, I did meet with a school mum recently who had an idea and she had no idea like how to start that, where to take it next. And, you know, just over a morning coffee for an hour um, and here was somebody who had, yes, again, witnessed and was really um, loving what she was seeing me doing, saying, well, where do I take this idea? And I said, okay, this is a really great idea. And so I was giving value to her idea and telling her, oh, I've got some ideas, I've got some connections, I think you should go back to this person and see what they say but you know then let's look at potentially meeting again and let me introduce you to a few people
0: yeah and and often we don't want to um there seems to be some kind of shame or guilt or hiding about I've just started I'm just new you know Mm -hmm. I don't want to I don't want to like you said progress before perfection Mm -hmm. is so important because we don't we almost want to say no I already do this and I'm already an expert you know whether there's kind of a thing about saying I'm just starting but if yeah. you, I remember when I was just starting this, I mean, I've been teaching this, all the stuff I do now for like 20 years nearly, you know, yeah. but um, when I went out on my own, I, I was, I faced a lot of like, why don't you just get a job? You know, why don't you just yeah. get a job? And my partner was, don't you dare get a bloody job. Did yes. you, you, you 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 keep going you know that's
1: right when things get tight I say the same thing you know I say to my husband I could just go back and work full-time as a teacher no 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 I I think part of it is he thinks he's gonna have to pick up the slack at home a lot more (laughs) if I was out of the house and teaching year 11s and year 12s is pretty full-on um but I think that it's also just seeing that you know yes I was passionate about that before I had kids yes you know schools call me every so often to you know, help out when the site teacher's sick or whatever. But my real passion really is working with adults now. And yeah. it would be a shame, you know, after all these years and experiences to say, you know what? Oh, you know, it's not as successful as I want it to be. It absolutely is, you know, and when it's your own business, there's so many benefits that come from that. And we talked about yep. um earlier, just the two of us how oh, it's just been the school holidays, you know. So yep. I did take some time off and I've got a really heavy week this week with clients, but I was able to really just nurture my kids in the last few days and take them away and and I think there's so much to so much good thing about having your own business and, yeah. and moving the goalposts when you need to. Yeah. Um but yeah, look, imposter syndrome p- comes up for everybody, even yeah, really successful people. But I think if you're passionate about something um and you're willing to know, you know, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint yeah. and it's slow progress sometimes but it's a wonderful experience and um yeah. you'll, you'll meet many incredible people along the way so definitely follow your heart if that's something that's pulling at your heartstrings
0: yeah I I agree I absolutely agree so um uh, what what um I, I'm thinking about you saying that you're working in corporate space what sort of what sort of things are you going in there doing like so mm. if someone why do, why do people get you into their space and what do you help them with? Yeah, well, a
1: lot of employers are worried about staff retention, let's be honest. And it costs them a lot of money to replace staff. If you see the statistics on that, you're kind of mind blown. But you know, for most people, it's a third of their annual salary. Um, a company can pay to replace you if you happen to leave. You know, they've got to advertise, they've got to recruit, um, they often get somebody that doesn't work out, then they've got to replace that person again. So what I'm finding is a lot of companies are wanting to pour into staff, especially since COVID, what can they be seen to be doing to support their staff so they've got a happy and a vibrant workspace and a really good company culture so people are less likely to leave. The other positive thing we're seeing is people are taking less sick days. So when they're feeling valued, when they're experiencing, say, six sessions, you know, spread over one session a month or one session a fortnight, and they're being given strategies, and the workplace is, you know, um, maybe providing some. Um, exercise programs within the workplace at lunch you know sometimes I can bring in a yoga instructor or we can do Pilates or I can just talk to people about you know do group sessions on how the benefits of moving your body Um, can you get out of the office for lunch every day can you do a walking meeting on a day when you're working from home when you don't have to have your zoom camera on Mm, but you need to be in the meeting right Um, and you know teaching corporate staff to be a little bit more prepared on the week on the weekends you know so Sundays spending an hour to do some food prep, to get to the shops, to maybe make some bliss balls, um, perhaps, you know, divvy out some fruit and things for smoothies during the week or cut your vegetable sticks or make a dip or at least buy a dip, you know, so that you can be prepared and you can make better nutritional choices and take better options to work with you. Um, And so, yeah, companies are having all that sort of stuff, plus your mental health workshops, plus, you know, stress management tips and tools that they can have at their fingertips. Um, Usually I would run a six um, program. Programs with the workplace that cover things like, you know, movement, nutrition, and hydration. We haven't talked about water hydration today, but yet, but, um, you know, things like sleep and the importance of sleep, um, stress management, but also the importance of relationships, not only with our fellow staff and our workers, but with our partners at home and with our children, so that we are really like with them, not just in the room with them, but we're actually investing in them and having one-on-one time with kids or with your partner and that sort of thing. So, look, it's not rocket science, Karen, but a lot of people get so much caught in the trap of just work, 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 that they forget to go for a walk or to, you know, stop and, you know, take a child to a cafe for a milkshake. (laughs) And that could be the highlight of that child's day. I went with dad to the cafe and, you know, and he actually listened to me rather than just being in the room with me at home, but he was on the computer. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I absolutely know what you mean. And I think it's what I love what you're saying. The thing that, no, I'm not going to be negative about. It. I think it's great. It's it, there. There are still some workplaces, unfortunately, that like there's a lot that are that are doing this and they're trying to do the, the right thing. They're, the 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 thing that concerns me is uh, of a lot of workplaces. They're saying, yeah, well, we'll do this, and then we've ticked the box, and mm-hmm. and that's the stuff that mm-hmm. troubles me. And it it's, sounds like what you're doing though is 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 what I like, giving people strategies to take their own responsibility. You know, so that they're exactly. not they're not relying on um, the organisation to to maintain things and to sustain it which which they should by the way you know I think we've seen the value in not just a standalone
1: workshop me myself as well right so I was doing a lot of standalones during COVID but it was really great when organizations said to me the staff are asking you to come back like what else can you do and I was like oh actually it is much better and I've seen that when I've worked with organizations for six weeks or you know like I said one session over six months gee there's a real turnaround in that company culture and actually people are engaging with each other not just passing like ships in the night you know in the staff room or whatever people are actually you know you know laughing you know did you get six hours sleep more than six hours sleep last night you know oh there's some fancy bliss balls what have you made you know when you're in the staff room yeah um i think it's yeah i think it's been the benefits have been tenfold for lots of organizations look a lot of people too would love to pay for the program um but can't so it's fabulous when organizations say you know i'm giving you tips and tricks and strategies six sessions that you can take a lot away from i do get private clients from that that go you know what when we were talking about sleep as a group i didn't want to share with you that i'm really a terrible sleeper yeah um you know so can we do some sessions on the side you know and i'm always open to doing that and um yeah sleep is so vital gosh well (laughs) tell us
0: about that let's lead into that yes
1: i think uh, well my tips around sleep really are to try to have a regular time that you wake up and go to sleep i know that that can blow out sometimes you've got a birthday party on the weekend or you've got to travel somewhere and um you know sleep can be a little bit off but for me I try to wake up at six or six thirty in the morning every day and go to bed at 10, 10 30. Okay. Yeah. So I know, my body knows and it sinks into that kind of time frame. I think it's really important to know that early morning light. So I like to also walk early in the morning, um, whether it's walking kids to school or earlier, but really getting that natural sunlight, if there is sunlight, um, and UV on your eyes and on your skin earlier in the day can actually have a massive effect later in the day when it's time for sleep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, people also don't know. Yeah, um, so not in the su- in the summer, you know, like go early and, you know, if you need sunglasses, wear your sunglasses. But I definitely say in winter, like try to not have any sunglasses so you can get yeah. the sun on your eyeballs. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people don't realise that their digestive system is linked to their sleep. Yeah. So I've had clients that just say to me, I just can't sleep at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And I say to them, when what was the last thing that you ate? Or when did you last eat? Oh, you know, I snack right until I go to bed. They say to me, I said, well, there's your problem. Your digestive system is activated because you've still got food in your tummy yeah. and you're still continuing to eat and you can't actually sleep if your digestive system is activated. So we want to make sure that we're eating our main meal or our dinner, you know, between six and seven, not too late. And then we don't keep snacking yeah we go to bed um and so there's some simple things that people could try to change now that would have oh. a significant impact
0: yeah uh, well i'm gonna to have to stop my snacking after dinner then <laughs> <laughs> i do have a bicky and a cup of tea but um <laughs> Oh, that's okay but we're talking about
1: you know like I've had clients say to me oh you know I'll eat dinner at six o'clock but I'll almost have a second dinner at nine o'clock and oh, then wow. I might have cheese and biscuits at 10 o'clock and maybe some chips and a coffee I'm thinking oh my gosh right that's a lot no no <laughs>
0: that's that. a lot You yeah. know, um, I think that's really important sleep like well I don't think it is I know it is like I, yeah. I know when I get broken like this morning um We've got. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why we have mozzies all freaking around. I want to say fucking. you, but They just drive me nuts. And <laughs> and you know the, all these whole don't stress the small things. while they mozzies are small things, and they send oh. me insane. But you know, the, just the, this morning, one was at. I'm up at three o'clock, and I'm got me gla- I gotta put my glasses on. Then I gotta get my head torch, and then I gotta get the fire so I can find the bastard, you know. And then and so that breaks it up, you know. This yes. morning, this morning I got up three times between four and four thirty, and then I cracked the shits at four. There, that's it. And I'm and I'm up, but jeez, did I get a lot of work done? I but know. but I usually I like to get up at five five thirty anyway. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think that I agree with you. I said I you know make kitchen make my break and I watch the I watch the sunrise come up Mm, through the kitchen sliding doors and I and it's it's stunning and it makes Mm. you think oh what's what's the day gonna bring it's Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that because
1: I think one of my key tips for really busy men and women is to have a morning routine. Now, some people have got minimal time in the morning, but I'm telling you that prior to maybe four or five years ago, I did not have a morning routine either, that yeah. I would wake up, I'd fly into the shower, fly into the yeah. kitchen, get the lunch boxes done, get the kids to school, come home, and I was like racing for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what happened. Oh, I heard about a morning routine. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, try this. And now I would be, I feel like I'm robbed when I can't do it, right? Yeah. I encourage clients <laughs> to go with the time you've got available, yeah. right? And whether it's something like you that you're up a little bit earlier and your morning routine is just watching that sunrise every single morning with a hot cup of coffee, you know, that can be all it is for five or ten minutes. You know, if you've got a little bit more time, you might like to go for an early morning walk with the dog. Yep. You might like to do an online, you know, um, yoga class or just some gentle stretching. You might just brain dump your ideas in a journal. Yep. Think about what you're grateful for, you know, for the, for the day that you know that's coming. Um, it can really, your morning routine can be anything. There's no right or wrong answer here. And um, it can be five minutes. It can be half an hour. So, But I do find if I get up at six and I have half an hour where it's a quiet house, it's just me (laughs) to do whatever I feel like doing and it can change from morning to morning. Yeah. Okay. I then feel so much more relaxed for the rest of my day and I have poured into my own cup and that then has a flow on effect. You know, when I'm greeting the kids in the morning, it's not this crazy mum that's pulling lunchboxes together. It's a much more relaxed, right? How are you, darling? And blah, blah, blah. And, you know, let's talk about whatever it is that they want to talk about. And I just find the rest of my day goes so much more smoothly too because I've just spent a little bit of time for
0: me pouring into my cup and it's it's just that it can be just that getting up 15 yeah. minutes earlier yeah I mean yeah. I know I know a lot of people say oh bugger that there's no way I'm just not getting up until my <laughs> snooze button snooze has gone off twice and and I, I can't do that I feel no, like no, my, I don't do that either my head's as heavy as buggery if I start doing that but yeah. but the 15 minutes while it sounds like no I'd rather sleep in if, mm. if that 15 minutes is a, is a massive kick start yeah. massive yeah. massive yeah. i feel like i'm robbed when i've got a workshop because i live i live quite away from you know usually a good yeah. hour or two hours from yes. work. So i like to get there you know half an hour to an hour early you know to make sure i'm there in case yeah. of any breakdown or anything <laughs> yeah course. and and yeah. so th- then I, I don't get my morning routine Do you know it's kind mm. of like it's 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 chop short, no dog walking, no staring out the window. It's just yes. kind of like, bam, got to go, you know. Yes.
1: People do ask me, yeah, people do ask me, can I just do it at night time? And I don't say no because I think doing it again, some yeah. progress is better than not doing yeah. it. Yeah. But I still think try five minutes in the morning. Yeah. You know, if if you're somebody that does struggle with sleep, maybe, yes, having an evening routine, um, you know, for half an hour before you actually turn the lights off and your head hits the pillow could be really beneficial for you. And again, you could be brain dumping those ideas of what's on your mind that you want to do tomorrow that you didn't accomplish today in a journal. So they're written yeah. down so you can relax and know that that's okay. There'll be actions tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but I do think starting your day, even just for five minutes, is really, really important. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I do. Set you up for a great day. Yeah. Doesn't it? I, I, 100%. I, I yeah. I, we have, when we have, we have weekend routine, we have um, a cup of coffee in bed. We look out at the cows in the paddocks mm-hmm. and it's just, except fighting two dogs with two, with cups of coffee. It's not, that's not, that's not. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's a present. A <laughs> but anyway, doesn't matter. We still do. So mm-hmm. um yeah, so all right. So I'm thinking about um you're talking about uh winter, you know, and in the summer yes. don't go out early and in the winter go out, well still early anyway. There the, how do we deal with i'm always curious about this I'm, I'm one for believe i believe that we should only eat seasonal food that doesn't mean i do but i believe mm-hmm. in that you know like yeah. should, oh, it's not too. in season and it's yeah. not local don't eat that yeah you know, but but i mean that's we don't all stick to that but the same goes with um i'll, I'll say routines that's not the word i'm looking for 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 winter and summer do you, you know you know like um should we do more rest in the summer? Should we oh. do more rest in the winter? Should we, like, you know, mm-hmm. how much of a role does hibernation play? And, do, you, yes. you know, like, how, what have you noticed that's seasonal? Because what I'm thinking about is how do we run this thread through the whole year and, and keep ourselves upright without going, mm-hmm. oh, screw it, it's winter, yes. I'm going to bear, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yes. Well, I think it's all about
1: habits and habit stacking and habits don't just form and stick for forever. They've got to be done consecutively. I think the research is saying they've got to be done for three weeks or 21 days or something like that to be able to be more likely to stay around long term. So I think it's important that people focus on one or two habits. I don't like to call them New Year's resolutions at the start of the year. They can be picked up at any time of the year. So just because we're halfway through the year doesn't mean we can't start, right? Let's think about one or two habits, changes that you can make to your life that will actually not take you very much time, but will have a significant um, benefit to you long term. It could be that you just make sure you're in bed and you wake up at the same time each day as much as possible, right? It could just be sleep- right? It could be water intake. We haven't talked about hydration. It could be, and water is so vital for us. Many of us, like 99% of the population are dehydrated. They don't realize that they are. They just say, I don't really need to drink much. I'm never thirsty. Actually, your body is craving water. Every time you reach for food, it's pretty much guarantee your body's actually telling you that it wants water, not food. So can you aim to drink a liter of water a day? I like to encourage my clients to try to drink a litre, one litre, the first litre by 11 o'clock in the morning yeah. and the second litre by 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Now, is that one thing that you could focus on every day?
0: Yeah.
1: Is it, you know, give yourself a small but achievable goal, is it 5,000 steps? So yeah. even though you might be sitting down at your desk for most of the day, can you walk the kids to school in the morning? Can you get out to the cafe for, can you walk to a cafe for lunch? Can you take the stairs instead of the elevator for, you know, for levels instead of, you know, the you know a short elevator ride? Can yeah. you park a bit further away with your car at the supermarket or whatever it is? Can you get to 5,000 steps a day? And when that's pretty much that goal's being smashed, you move, raise it to 7,500 steps a day or to 10,000 steps a day. So let's think about one or two things that are new to you that are achievable, not a massive thing, that you can introduce into your everyday and do each day so that they can be long-term changes. And once you've got those one or two things underwrapped, then you could add in more. Now, habit stacking is where you stack a habit with something else. So if your habit in the morning is wake up have a cup of coffee you could have your supplements beside your coffee machine yeah. so that you see the supplements you have your coffee you do them in one big go yeah. or you could have your water bottle beside the coffee machine to have that big glass of water before the coffee you know yeah. and so Yeah, I think habit stacking is really, really a great idea. I've got one client that does lots of stretching while she's brushing her teeth. (laughs) You know, (laughs) the electric toothbrush is going, she's just holding it, but, you know, she's doing some calf stretches or calf rises or whatever it might be and stretching, you know, um, and making sure that that happens. At least she's stretching her body twice a day because she's brushing her teeth twice a day, right? Yeah we don't want it to be overwhelming i never want to say to people oh, you've got to go to the gym three times a week you know you've got to start out at fifteen thousand steps a day i mean that's only going to end in misery right because it's unachievable for many yeah. people the majority of the people i'm working with are very busy corporate professionals they're juggling a couple of kids at home they're juggling you know a partner that's also as busy as they are they've got a lot of stress in the office And what can we do to help them to feel more energised and whatever? All the key things are you've got to drink water, you've got to sleep well, you've got to try to make good food choices when you can. Um, And maybe we need to look at some smart supplementation. So, you know, giving your body extra nutrients and vitamins, because even if we're eating all organic food and really clean fruit and vegetable and produce... We're Still, unfortunately, um, all our fruit and vegetables and things are not grown in nutrient rich soil, yeah. and so where our body is, is craving actually more nutrients and things. So,
0: um, we need to look at that, yes. Yeah, so I'm glad you mentioned that too. And it's and the other thing, too, is that, um, and that I learned this a long time ago is that you we have the heavy food, you know, like the big, the pizzas and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm guilty, you know. I'll, I'll eat yeah, that. yeah, out, me so. too. Yeah. But, but it's um, we think that that's filling, but mm. then we're like, oh, now I need some chips, do you, yeah. you know? And oh, now I need something. And and in actual fact, if you have a big bowl of veggies, and I, oh geez, I crave a bowl of oh, veggies. Me too. <laughs> and at the other day, I cracked the shit so bad because we'd had lentils and we'd had beans and we all good food and we'd had this yeah. and that. And I said, like, "Oh, I just want a bowl of veggies," you know. Yeah. And it was just beautiful. But um, mm-hmm. but w- when we have all that fiber-rich stuff, it it mm. it actually expands in our belly and yeah. it fills us up, and then we don't crave. And it's kind uh, of like, seems the opposite. Like yeah. our minds are telling us, "I just eat a bowl of cauliflower and broccoli. I'm not going to be full on that. I need some." Pie you know with that but in actual fact it, it fills us up mm. a lot quicker that, that sort of stuff yeah well protein protein is what fills us up so can you have a hard-boiled
1: egg on the side of your yeah. salad right or a little bit of leftover chicken that you may have had for dinner the night before yeah. with your soup um that you might have for lunch or you know something like that and it needs to be sort of like you can't see my the, the listeners won't be able yes. to see the size <laughs> but you know like a in, in the, sort of that middle part of your palm of your hand, like not yeah. your whole hand, especially these grown men with massive hands, you should not be having a steak that big, right? Yeah. You should have salad that's going to be that full on your plate and then a smaller yeah. piece of protein on the side. Yeah. And there should, should be days that are meat free. You know, lots of people are jumping on that meat free Monday bandwagon. And yeah. that really, I mean, the cost of living is skyrocketing, right? And meat and fish is super duper expensive to buy. We do need to eat that. That's be let's be honest, but not every single day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to eat it, but I take vitamin B12. Come on, go for it. But um, <laughs> good. We, we probably should, but, you know, I'm not, no, I don't need to murder. But anyway, mm. um, interesting fact. Um, so, all right, so, all right, the, the habits. So good, mm. habit stacking. Habit stacking. And good. just,
1: yeah, a few easy habits, a few changes that are not overwhelming, that look achievable, and, you know, really give them a good go at implementing them and being consistent with them. Remember, progress, not perfection. So don't beat yourself up if you're not getting to the two litres of water. But at least you're getting a litre in every day. Maybe that's it. You start with one litre because that's more than you would normally drink for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. And I'll just do a shameless plug. I've got this Be Kind um, water bottle. And all down the side, it's like it's got um, 8am to 1pm. And then the other side, it's got 1pm down to... 6 p.m or 7 pm or whatever so you you know mine's mine's not going a bit empty at the minute but yes. it's I've drank most of it but yeah, it's, it's, it's that's that that's kind of for me I, I was not drinking enough you know and I was like mm-hmm. oh how many glasses did I have I don't feel like a glass blah 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 but yeah. to have this next to my um thing with all the times on it it's yes yeah, that's helpful so, yes yeah. Yeah, so when you talk about habit stacking that's kind of like a bit of a habit that's helping yeah. me if I've got the times on it yeah that's great yeah, yeah, I think it's great. And when you said about um ha- uh, habits in a lot you say 21 days. And there's all sorts of um who knows what is actually true because right. some people say 21 days, some people say 30 days, and some people mm. say whatever. Yeah. But let's say at the at the very max, at the very max it's um 60 days. So let's say at yeah. the very max it's 2 months to to form a habit. Yes. Re- my, Probably waste, probably only a month or you know three two to three to four weeks. But let's say at the very most, I've been in and out of it, dipping in and out. Finally, I've got there. It's two months mm-hmm. in, you know, and I've, now I've got a habit started. Yeah, you think about what can be achieved if we. So there's six times two months every year. Right, exactly. We have a new habit every mm-hmm. two months. Yeah, that's six massive changes that we could make to our life in one year and there's a great saying in one year will I will I wish I did or be glad I did and I would be
1: glad absolutely I know
0: (laughs) so you know it's but it does take work it it really does and it's and, and human beings go for What's the quickest and easiest, you know, to achieve my goal? Yes. So the number um, of times
1: I get asked, is there a pill just for, yeah. you know, helping me to exercise? Well, not at this point in time, but actually, you know what, and I, and I can attest to this, I do go to Pilates and I go twice a week. That's achievable for me, you know, and I used to feel guilty because I'd leave the four kids at home with my husband or whatever, to go but actually it's role modeling it's role modeling that actually I'm putting myself first that yeah. I do value fitness and I do value looking after myself and I want my kids to go oh that's all right that's good mum did she did she went twice a week or whatever and she had that time and that was fine she always came back <laughs> yeah you have boys or girls i've got two boys and two
0: girls yeah, yeah. very Bye. very lucky yeah I think that's great role modelling because yeah. the girls are learning that they need to take time for themselves and and the boys need to also respect that women have got have got their own lives, you, yes. you know, and they're not they're not at the mercy of your demands and yes. it's um, no, I, think I think we feel
1: guilty. We feel guilty um, when we may take time out for self-care. Yeah. But actually, we've, we've said this earlier today, it's the flow on effect is tenfold, you know, because if we're feeling good about ourselves because we have got to a gym class or Pilates on our own and we're feeling fit and healthy um, or we've met a friend for a coffee and we've just had that one-on-one, fill our cups up with, you know, that relationship support, we're just so much better, better as a mother, better as a partner, better as a friend, better as a manager in the workplace, because mm. our needs are being met. So don't ever feel, don't feel guilty for taking time out mm. for yourself. I think it's really important.
0: I think it's important too, but it, it's it, it's um, part of female nature, you know, that, oh, mm. I've got to put everyone else first. And yes. it, it's yes. such a such a wrong wrong um, belief that we've been instilled yes. with you, you know and oh for sure um, I, I agree and my partner does that a lot and I say no you tell them Yeah. you tell the kids I will come when I'm ready like That's I'm really finishing cool. something and yeah. I'll be there because one of them's like just got a getting she's got an else she'll just come out can you take me for a drive she, oh, oh okay and i'm like no she's not taking you for a drive until she's finished doing what she's doing it's very important to maintain boundaries yeah it really
1: is and the kids um all the young adults need to know whether it's a work day especially when you're working from home they need to know they can't interrupt or this is a work day you know
0: i'm here but I'm on. <laughs> 100% on oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, yes, that, that's, a, that's a wishy-washy boundary in this house. Mm, like, I isn't I it? But, and you know,
1: click- I do think, and I've seen a lot of workplaces and they're doing it really well, you know, with allowing people a hybrid workplace situation. some Some staff only want to be in the office and some staff would stay home every day if they could. I actually think it's very healthy to have a combination yeah. and to have those days that can be a little bit more relaxed. You're still getting your work done, but you are working from home. And that's when you can fit in, you know, a walking meeting or you can get to the gym or, you know, all that other stuff um, that maybe you can't fit in if you're taking time to catch the train into the city or you're driving. That's right. Um, And I think it is healthy for us to be in the workplace and to be in the office and to have people around us and to have those conversations in the staff room and in on each other. Um, And I think, you
0: know, that's one great thing that has come out of COVID. Yeah, I I 100% agree. And I think... that. (laughs) It's whether you've got teenagers at home lying on the couch with their watching their movies on their phone with that tinny little noise going. It's <laughs> like put your earbuds in. It's like, <laughs> anyway, but I to- I totally agree about the 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 both types of work, the hybrid work, mm-hmm. and and I think that. Uh, staying in a, we've got to we've got to be in touch with each other like that's we have right. to be we have to be back in the office for some mm. things do you, yes. you know because if we're not building those relationships where they're mm. going to start getting isolated and all, yeah. all, all sorts of mental health issues yeah. uh, you know ensue when we don't yeah. do that but yeah well, and one last question i was really yeah. going to say I was not going to say thanks for joining me that's wonderful no there's something that's been on my mind since talking to you last week yeah. stress and overwhelm how are we going to manage mm. that
1: and overwhelmed so for me sorry it, no that's go okay the, No, in I the big bomb. <laughs> I think if you are feeling super super stressed out and overwhelmed the best thing you can do is to get out in the fresh air take a walk around the block if you're working from home if you're in the office get out of the office space just go for a walk go for a walk find a cafe buy your lunch get out into uh, if there's a green park nearby, like get out in nature. People just underrate being out or going out for a walk. It is so good for your nervous system to just bring you back down, to reduce that stress and overwhelm and, you know, give you a few moments of, you know, positive mindset and, you know what, it's okay, I can manage. What am I going to do? I work with a corporate lawyer. Um, My husband is often here working from home when he's not in the office and I see firsthand the extreme stress that he's under and I'll say come on let's go let's take the puppies let's go just around the block five minutes and you know he'll always say to me I just can't believe how good I feel we only went for five minutes you know and I'm like exactly so if you are really really stressed and overwhelmed the best thing you can do is get outside if there's any sun, get some sunshine on you for five minutes. If you can get your feet on the grass and just ground to the earth, that will also just lift your vibration. If you're anywhere near a beach, my, my I'd say oh. to you, you know, get your feet on the sand, get in the water, you know. So I'm not anywhere close to a beach. Sometimes in the summer or the warmer months, I'll just put my feet in the pool. Um, just do something to just give that, just change it
0: up. But uh, take some deep breaths. How can people, push, yeah, deep breaths, how, but how can people push themselves? Because, you know, you, we've all fallen into that trap. It's kind of like, yeah. oh, I know I should go for a walk, but I have to get this done. And, you know, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, but how can we, how can we, like like what, what's the currency for it? Like we've all got our own currencies, you know, but mm-hmm. what's that payoff? Because it, often if we don't see a payoff, and I this is the thing about doing anything that's good for us and yeah. eating good food is, and and all that stuff, it all takes hard work. Oh, it does. Reward is massive, to, you know. But but we're such short term oh, things, no. you, you know. It's kind of like, well, but but this has to be done now. Yes, but if you go for a walk, you're going to be able to do ten of those. You know, because yes. you're going to be feeling
1: so much better. It. Well, it, it does come down to our awareness that like we need to be in tune with ourselves. And when we are feeling great, go well. Why is that? Well, that's because I had a nutritious breakfast today instead of skipping yeah. breakfast. Or I got out for a walk or I did. You know, when things were, she was hitting the fan in the office, I just took five minutes. You know what? Five minutes is nothing. And I just walked down the stairs and I went outside and I got a really good cup of coffee and I've walked back and I do actually feel so much better. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So try to feel into those moments, you know, of when things do feel good, you know, whether you wake up because you had a decent uninterrupted sleep. I'm hoping for that for you tonight with the mosquitoes.
0: (laughs) Oh, it'll be again tonight. Don't worry about that. Yeah, it's every every freaking night. I have got a solution for you. I think you need to. I think. I think you need to definitely make sure they're not in the bedroom. I can't. They just they <laughs> they're come everywhere. in. We don't know where they're coming in. They're always in the bedroom. Gosh. I said to my partner, "I'm getting a mozzie Zapper." She's not in the bedroom. You're not. Know? I said. No. Yeah, I said. Well, I only hear it for the first two nights. I and think you need. Um, yeah, I think I know what you need. <laughs> <laughs> we need a buddy, yeah. I don't know, need to move, but it, apart from that.
1: <laughs> oh, look, you know, a lot of my clients that say to me they can't sleep, and I say to them, Are you open to something a bit more alternative? And they go, Oh, maybe. And I said, You know, diffusers are not that expensive. And I think some really calming. Essential oils would really help, just to lift the, you know, help to calm the space and to, you know, r- relax you. But there's definitely some oils you can get to help with
0: mosquitoes. Is there? <laughs> so well, we like do use, a, we do use a diffuser, but so, yeah. so they're just, they're just everywhere. We've got channels and, you know, like water oh. channels, and it's we if we have rain, the water lays on the ground. Oh, yeah, you can't so get rid of that. We, yeah, and and the cats the cats claw the bloody um fly screens, you know. So there's little holes, and it's kind of oh, like, hey, just we are just chasing a bloody shitstorm. But you know what? No, I know they don't. I don't. I don't have bad sleep. Like I'm not a I'm not a light sleeper. Yes, oh, but there's nothing worse than a mozzie. Like you know that noise by your ear, and then they bite me on the face, and I've got that many mozzie bites on my face all the time. And my partner's like, why do they always bite you? And I'm like, I think I eat too many lollies. <laughs> oh
1: my goodness, that that's pretty stressful, Karen.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is, but you know what? was you know uh, anyway, doesn't matter. It is what it is. But it is what now, it is. um, I've, uh, I've absolutely loved this, and I would love for. Uh, whereabouts are you based? I'm based in Melbourne. Melbourne, I thought you were. But I do have clients all around Australia, and actually, even over the ditch in New Zealand. Yeah, fantastic. So, yeah. well, because what you know, I'm, I'm i i'm I'm very very grateful for you've shared so many tips and tricks but you this is only the tip of the iceberg like what's below that for you is is a a wealth of knowledge you know and and a wealth of experience and that kind of stuff and and clearly sharing a a few tips and tricks on a podcast you know for 45 minutes isn't going to be a six-week program um so I'd really love, you know, for people to connect with you and dig into what you might have, and you know, and, and get you in the workplace or get get you doing some personal um, mentoring or w- whatever it takes. Because I think that health and wellbeing has been. Um, bottom of our priority list you know and it it mm. needs to come back to the top because it, well, I don't want to go down a shit shit storm track but really the world's gone mad and everybody's mm. angry with each other and you know we're, we're becoming more and more unhealthy everyone's getting cancer and you you name it like there's so many signs and so much is happening in our world that is if That is the opposite to health and wellbeing, you know. And if we don't start to address it, um, we're we're not leaving a great world for our kids. Do you you know? So, so I would love for people to you know reach out to you. So, where where can they find? Where's the best place to find you? Well, if they're on LinkedIn. Yeah, there's places. <laughs> there's new places popping up all the time and I'm like, I don't
1: think I can handle any more new places. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm the most um, visible on LinkedIn. If you're on LinkedIn, connect with me there. Um, I'm sharing posts twice, three times a week. Really valuable information. Um, if you're an Instagram person, definitely you can find me there. My business name is inspired with the number two and then nurture because I'm really inspired to help you to nurture yourself better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do have a closed Facebook group for anybody that's wanting ongoing support and tips and tricks and they love Facebook as a platform.
0: Okay I don't but
1: anyway uh, oh, I, still, I, don't I, I still manage it. Some people do so you can reach out to me find me um, on uh, Facebook as Carolyn Apostolou and send me a message that you'd like to go into my Facebook closed Facebook group and that's for clients and anybody that's interested in just ongoing well-being support.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. And you also have a website that is down at the moment that, that it should We're be rebranding. Yeah. Very certainly Rebranding. I love that. So, what is the website for when it does come back up? <laughs> yeah. Well, it will be,
1: I'm just, it will be Go. as Carolyn Apostolou, and it will be a lot of my corporate um, coaching packages. But yeah. I always do work with individuals as well, whether yeah. they want just three sessions or they want, you know, a six month or a three month accountability and mentoring. Um, I love to do that.
0: And you do you do a lot a lot via Zoom as well. Yeah,
1: exactly. if people are in yeah. Melbourne and nearby to me. We definitely meet in person because I love in person if that's what they would prefer. Um, but oh yeah, Zoom Zoom's really taking off and that's here to stay. And it's great actually for me. It just means that I mean my audience can be so much further than yeah. just Melbourne.
0: Yeah, that's what I love about it. You can just reach mm-hmm. so many more people. Well, that's great. I'm gonna put all of those in the show notes anyway. Even even your website if you tell me the name of it. And okay. um CarolynPossalou.com.au It will be, yes, pretty sure it will be. Yep, Carolyn. Even if we can't get it now, I'm gonna put it in later for you once it's up and thank run. you so, so much, Karen. My my pleasure. So um um hope I hope this has inspired people. It's inspired me to, I don't know. Um What's your tip gonna be? What are you gonna change, Karen? <laughs> <We> <laughs> you can well. Share that with the group. <laughs> all right, share that with the group. What am I gonna change? Um yeah, I think the thing I need to change is to I have a bicky and a cup of tea at night, but I also, um, if there's any in the house, I may have a handful of jelly beans. Ooh. And um, but when they're not in the house, I get shitty. Who ate all me fucking jelly beans? <laughs> So maybe maybe I need to stop with the jelly beans and just just do one. I'll just do did one. Did you uh, sub them out for a nut, perhaps,
1: <clears throat> or something
0: a little bit more healthy? <laughs> I did. I got. I do. I do eat nuts too, but I, I've got some lovely. You ones. Like your sugar at night. I do like my sugar at night. I don't know what it is, but it's um, how yeah, I do. And then I crave it. It's like, oh, geez, now I need to. Who ate me jelly beans? <laughs>
1: well, you're going to report back to me and let me know how you go. <laughs> All right, I will. Maybe it's not a handful. Maybe we're down to like maybe two or three and then we, we slowly reduce it back. That's it.
0: The good thing about chocolate for me is I can have chocolate in the fridge for six months, a whole block, you know, and I'll I'll just have one of those tiny squares just every yeah. now and then, you know, and I'm I'm really glad about that because I know other people who can, can eat a whole row a of block. chocolate or the whole block, and I'm like, oh, people tell me that, and I'm like, oh my god, I would be throwing up all night mm-hmm. if I ate a block of chocolate, but yeah, so now nah, I'm a little bit of a it's a jelly bean sugar fix for me, but oh, I will try. <laughs> Terrific. Thanks so much for having me, Karen. It's been great. Oh, it's been my absolute pleasure. All right. We'll chat with you soon. Thanks. Oop. See ya. Pleasure. Bye. Ta-ta. Well, oh, guys, I hope you love that. I hope you got a, a few really fabulous tips. And and it is so true that when anything that we want to change that where there's a really good reward, and I don't mean a jelly bean <laughs> reward. And, you know, I might, I might need to pull my head in a bit there. But, um, you know, when there is a really solid reward, it, it, it takes work. And often we'll say, nah, can't be bothered doing that. It's too hard. Or we'll say, you know, I know I'd rather do this because I get instant gratification, and we all do it. And I'm a I'm a bugger for it too, and and here I am pretending that I'm not, but I am, and I absolutely admit that. But I, I really do think that the world is going a bit nutty, and people are getting more angry, and a lot just a lot of stuff's happening. And I, I think that if we did take more care of our health and well being, and we were happier people, and you know we felt better. And we were sort of managing stress better and our overwhelm. I actually reckon we become better contributors and I guess we're more more able to deal with stuff and therefore the ripple effect to other people is you know, I think it's something that we should work on. And, and, you know, none of us are going to be perfect. And none of us are going to absolutely change our life and be the most perfect person in the world. But as Carolyn said, you know, progress over perfection. And I'm really big on nudges and tiny little steps that that all sort of eventually build together you know they get momentum eventually make a big impact before you've even noticed it because you're only focusing on small things that you can change so I really enjoyed that I hope you did too if you want to reach out to Carolyn to do some work with her or you you think you would sh- be good for your organization the website will be on the um, in the show notes soon, but you can reach out to her on LinkedIn. So she's Carolyn Apostolou on LinkedIn, and that link will be in the show notes as well. Please reach out to her, even if it's just to connect for now. And, um, yeah, hopefully it's a, this can be a little nudge on your way to your, a better health and wellbeing journey. So hope you've enjoyed it. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me again. As always, it's just so nice. Thank you very much. And I will see you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com. Tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode. Just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.